If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. We have to get right into it. We have no time to say hello. We have a very busy show with crazy topics and we are here with Sarah Frazier. Absolutely no games, David. No games. That's that's what he says to me, you guys, when he calls me and he wants something and he means business, he goes, no games, no games. Well, guess what I mean today with no games. Come out, come out, little one, wherever you are. You know, Michael Musto from the Village Boys, notoriously, for those of us that grew up at a certain point in New York City, he used to out he used to out celebrities. And he was on my show like two years ago. And he's like, I don't feel bad about that. I'm gonna out whoever I want. Really? So wait, 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 because Perez Hilton notoriously did that and then feels very guilty. Michael Musto didn't really feel and now mind you, he was outing Rosie. He was outing, he's like, I'm outing Queen Latifah again here today on your podcast. Come out, come out wherever you are, Queen Latifah. So he doesn't feel bad. You know, he he like outed Jodie Foster back in the day before she was out. So I don't know. Everyone's going to come for me. Yeah, it's Michael Musto. You miss Michael Musto. So um, what, what was his reasoning behind um, outing, not caring about outing public people because they are public and that's the name of the game now of course the woke mob is going to come for us here so i better just figure out i don't know i we have to go back and listen right when do they not we are as a gay man how dare you um shut the fuck up i'm tired we have to go back and listen to my chat with michael musto but he had some mind you on my show he was still out in queen latifah he's like i don't give a fuck queen latifah come out Well, I'm just going to say Kyle Richards just fucking uh, rumor is rumor is you saw this thing from last week. Rumor is her and Morgan have a deal. God knows people us and God knows what magazine. I assume people God knows how much money. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently they're on the verge of having a magazine cover and they're going to come out. Can I just tell you, I I think it's gonna be good. I can't wait. I, I think wait. that like I think that like Bravo, I think everyone's in on it. Like just keep it quiet. Listen, if we could film an entire like my whole new, I have a whole new outlook on everything. If we could film an entire season of Salt Lake City Housewives. Oh yeah, we're gonna watch that video in a second. And no, it did not a production. Nobody leaked that Monica Garcia was reality avantees. 
I think, I mean, I, that's almost unbelievable how that didn't leak. I think almost anything is possible. I think when they picked cameras back up and we saw the scene and I just think Andy producers, I don't think a lot of, I think enough people know for sure. And they're like, please just keep it quiet till after the reunion. And, and Kyle is going to have the reunion. And after the third part, I bet you it makes the cover. And this is her story next season. She's not doing it for a storyline. She's not. I mean, this is, I think for anything that I said that this wasn't real, rumor is her and Morgan are going to come out with their relationship any day, which I think is going to be after the third part of the Beverly Hills reunion. Come out, come out wherever you are. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I do too. This video that has just, you know, stopped the internet where Morgan has her hands around Kyle's low waist and kind of rubbing her her like butt cheek, upper thigh. It's a very, yes, honey, we are, we are scissoring. We are in love, darling. We are very much together. Um, great. That, your hot cup. that video is no joke. That video is like her hand is around. It's not on her ass, but it's between the hip and the ass. And it's not even where the hand is. It's that the hand is like rubbing her up and down like Mauricio would do to her. Those are, that's like a woman in yeah. love with her her side piece there kyle richards her milf they're together. together uh why do you think do you think um that why do you think they've kept it a secret so long do you think that they didn't really like get it to, like they didn't really start dating until like we were into the season do you think it's real like they started out as friends but then over the past couple of months um feelings developed do you think that's what we're going to hear well, I think when they picked up cameras, because we saw how the season ended and we had that last 15 minutes that, I mean, the most uncomfortable scene with the daughters and Kyle and Mauricio. And then we had that other scene where she looks at the camera and she's implying Mauricio cheated. I think it was going on then. I just think they're like, it's not the story we're telling. We have to first, like, basically end your marriage to Mauricio. We have to, we picked cameras. Back. Like, I almost think they're two separate things. Like, we have to, and look, at, I don't think this marriage really, in my personal opinion, I don't think it's over because of Morgan. I think it's over more because of her friend and like she took stock of her life. And, you know, if you go back and watch, there's so many signs that are there that they weren't on the same page and hindsight's 2020. I think it was fizzled anyway, but I just think they're like, that's what this season is. Our story is your marriage fizzling, telling the girls we're picking cameras back up. And next season, which Kyle wasn't going to be fired anyway, next season, it's going to be about you and Morgan. Morgan's coming to Beverly Hills. She's coming okay, to Beverly Hills. Is we go, this is a little of my issue with Kyle. We go back and forth, back and forth. You know, at the finale, the season finale of RHOBH this season, she said, it's not about other people. She's like crying. She's like, it's not about other people. It's that we really were opposites. When we got together, I kept him alive. He actually got me to take any risk at all and basically makes it sound like they just have grown apart, right? Because they're of different things. Then, you know, we get sneak peeks of uh, not even sneak peeks but then further at towards the end of the season finale you know she basically is like I feel like Kyle is keeping a secret like there is somebody out there was she just says there are things I cannot get past the trust was lost okay well that's I mean that 
that's a whole different story then. You know what? We what we over time we have realized, and now that Portia is is getting into high school, we are not, we're not the same people. But then when the trust is broken, something's happened, right? Financial, sexual, something has happened that we cannot go back. We can't unsee what we've seen. So I mean, I know she's trying to protect her family, but like, are we going to really get answers? Like, what was it? And it sure sounds like there was some level of infidelity. It might not have been like physical, could have been text messages that were found. I mean. Well, I have a real problem with that scene because like, if we're not going to follow up on that during the reunion, then what was the point of, of that is like a produced scripted scene to me, like come out and say it or don't like it's it's just time to shit or get off the pot no yes because I, I mean in, in what world like what are you implying that loreen died and he wasn't there for you that kathy you know you with your sister he wasn't there like what are you implying because certainly you know what you're doing you know that this implies that he was cheating and now everybody's talking about it, which is okay if you're going to answer it in the next one to three weeks. If you're never going to follow up on this, I mean, fuck you. No? Yeah. No, it's getting to the point with Kyle. I just, I don't know. I like Kyle so much. I actually think she's just one of the most likable people on TV. Not um, everyone listening to this podcast would agree with you, darling. Well, I know. And the reason I now am like, eh, I'm sort of lackluster on her is this whole like, I'm not going to go out. You know, I can't believe I've put Morgan through this. Um, but then they're just out at one red carpet to another and at Craig's and with Kesha. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, you don't nobody feels bad for you. Nobody. I mean, if if you if Morgan was so distraught, she wouldn't be out in Hollywood with you. It's what is she doing at what? Well, she, she wasn't on Watch What Happens, right? She was like in the audience. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You guys know I've been so honest with you about my weight loss over the past few months. Look, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. There's so many diet plans that say, do this, don't do that. And none of them have ever worked for me. That is until Noom. Noom realizes that with weight, one size does not fit all. They take into account each person's individual needs. 
Noom builds personal plans that takes your specific dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs into account, and then they build a plan that works for you. Noom uses a psychology-based approach. They focus on the why. They believe that losing weight starts with your brain, so they focus on why haven't you been able to lose weight. They really change the way you think about food. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What the fuck? Was she the bartender? I mean, does anyone know? Does anyone watch this? Watch what happens? I mean, she's fucking there. And now she's on the carpet. And I mean... That's the other thing. A lot of people are like, Kyle knows what's going on. Like, yeah, you, you know, I mean, your hand, if you really didn't want to feed into this narrative, she would not be, she could stand on the carpet next to you and hold you, like hug you like we do for a picture. But that hand is like, that is deliberate so that we are talking about it today. So that's where it's like, fuck you enough. It's enough. I agree. I'm there. I mean, you know, Dolly Parton for the past, what, 45 years has just never gone on the red carpet with her husband. You know, they just never, he didn't want it. She didn't want, and you know, it's like they deliberately lived a private life. Like you can do that in Hollywood. We always reference our girl, Sandra Bullock. So it's, I mean, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, one of the arguably the most famous athletes and businessmen of all time. I mean, you rarely see Michael Jordan. The guy lives a private life. It's just, it's so in our face now. And I'm with you. I'm with you. Right? Yeah. I now, mean, we, we have a ton of gossip to get to. Uh, but Yeah. Well, before that, what do you make? How do these text messages, I guess they're going, they're, they're read at the reunion, at the RHOBH reunion, and then they were published. But how were Dorit's, Kyle's text messages to, to Dorit published and Dorit considers it being gaslit? Well, for, okay, first of all, let's all pull this back. What, what, I'm just really confused. Like, well, how did these texts, first of all, get released? That's just a whole, I mean, Kyle released them or Dorit? No, I mean, this was a text from Kyle to Dorit. So who released these texts? Can someone share that information with me? I mean, that's a great question. These are really long, you guys. So this is from Kyle to Dorit, and it says, Hi, I've been trying to reach out because I know we are in a weird place, and it really bothers me. And it's not even on the show. I wanted to explain where I'm at and why I've been distant, but my hands are tied. Of course, some interview comments hurt my feelings and created more issues for me. But I'm used to that and could get past it. Okay, moving on. I've spent 30 years with Mo, married 28. I have no idea how to live without him or how to navigate through life on my own because I have so much on my plate for tomorrow. And I know you do too. This is for the reunion. It's the night before, apparently. The day before, but relationships and you are more important to me than RHOBH. And I don't feel like bringing it up. Kyle is referencing, like, let's not bring up any of the drama between you, Dorit, and myself, especially when we have enough battles to handle as it is. Anyway, I'd love to sit down with you and talk. Maybe tomorrow I'm around. 
I would give anything not to go and have to do this reunion. I don't know how much longer I can do this show. It's so toxic and creates so much anxiety for me. Anyway, let me know if you want to talk. So, I mean, Doreen I mean, feels and- silenced by that. Yeah, I guess what? Do- and what is that? Does Dorit know something about Morgan? Is she referring just to the two of them? But Dorit was not having it. As we see, she ran in and told Erica. And uh, I'd like to know how these text messages are released. I mean, really, Kyle? And also, you know what? I don't know. These women are so smart. You know not to put anything in writing, right? Like, you know not to put things in writing. So, I mean, your dear friend, is this your dear friend? And you're, um, you know, you're, you're making a plea of like, please don't make it any worse for me. Or are you, or are you gaslighting Dorit? And instead of Dorit having her moment to say, hey, you really you've been a really crappy friend and I've been replaced by Morgan. And by the way, you guys are eating each other's snatches. You know, I mean, is Dory being gaslit? I don't know, but I mean, Kyle's really going to, I mean, yes, I'm sure it's not good for her anxiety. She's going to quit the show. I don't know this. I I mean, this is why people aren't happy with her. No one's going to quit. The platform's too good. Now, that's not to say that it's not toxic, because boy, do we have big developments with Miss Brandy Glanville and Bethany Frankel. All right, but- so you're just, you're just, you're, you're just. It's, it's, it is what it is, right? Kyle and Dorit oh. are over. She says she doesn't want to lose her as a friend. Like she's already you lost have- her sister, and now she got her sister back. We're two plus decades into reality TV. Anyone that goes on now, friends, family. You know, and significant others, you know, you have to be willing to sacrifice them for fame and reality TV. That's just the way the name of the game. Now, our friends in Salt Lake City, I think those four women have gotten together and they've said, doesn't count, doesn't whatever you say on this show about us, we're going to put it all in the line. We all love this. This is what we've all wanted. We are fame whores. We love, love, love it. I don't give a shit what you say. I'll fight with you, but go it, do it, bring it all. Okay, and I do think they did get together and got rid of um, reality volunteers. And Lisa Barlow is like working overtime, spinning her wheels to try to tell us how great this next season is. And ain't nobody going to care. So I don't know. You know, Doreen Kyle might have, I don't know what deal they had off the cameras. I actually thought that was quite a sincere text. Uh, But I am not close friends with Kyle. And maybe everybody in Beverly Hills knows that Kyle and and Morgan have been together a very long time. And they're tired of like, like, hey, it's not really fair that we all have to cover for you and lie about why we're not friends or whatever. While you're out, all these red carpets getting ton of. Why are you breaking up? Why are you breaking up with this? I thought from Kyle. Why are you breaking up with your Wi-Fi? Oh, my Wi-Fi? A little bit. Oh, I know. Well, I'm in a hotel. Yeah, I know. Oh. Excuse me? Well, I'm doing my IVF treatments, darling, here in San Ramon, California. I'm getting ready for my IVF um, retrieval. Honey, we are praying for two good eggs. I don't even know where that is. Well, it's basically San Francisco. And you know what? You're lucky you don't have a uterus. and You don't have to be getting your eggs retrieved. Tell you what. No wonder why it looked different from where you are. Um, I know, and the, and the Wi-Fi sucks. So, I look, I'm as confused. Is anybody else so confused? What do you think? Do you think Dorit was gaslit? 
I don't see how this is trying to really hush her up. It just says like, I mean, I, 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 I get it. I get it. But like, this isn't really like, don't say that or don't say this. I don't know. I really don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I, 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 I Morgan Wade is coming to Beverly Hills, everyone. She's coming. She's going to be on the damn show next season. Like, I think it's a real storyline. Don't you think? I really think so. Okay, wait. One last huh. question on this. Yes. I can't wait to talk Brandy with you. But do you, you, were, you have such a great PR mind. If you were Morgan, do you think this is good for Morgan's country music career to be on a reality TV show? Yeah, I think. Look, I have. I have, Someone told me the other day, I have an interview coming up and it's someone who's friends with Kim Fields. This is going to be on the sh my show, so I'm not revealing. You'll see who it is. And this person was like, look, Kim is so smart. She went on. She basically fucking hated it. I'm paraphrasing, but she basically fucking hated it. She knew what she was doing. And guess what? Those Instagram followers for Kim Fields went over a million. And Kim Fields is on TV now. She's an actual show, like as an actress. So Kim Fields with Atlanta and everyone thinks she was a horrible housewife and blah, blah, blah. She knew just what she was doing and look where it got her. Yeah, I see no downside to appearing on any of these shows if you can keep your sanity and you don't get involved and you don't go dark and you don't get involved in all the espionage off camera behind the scenes, I think that, yes, yes. I think that, yeah, I think you can, it's, there's no negative. Yep. I just moved into a new apartment in New York City. And every time I move, I love, it's so cathartic. I clean out my closets and get rid of so much stuff that's out of style. But all the stuff I got from Quince, those were all keepers. The reason is because Quince creates timeless, elegant fashions that last for way more than one season. This stuff never goes out of style. I just got the coolest 100% leather black biker motorcycle jacket from Quince. 100% leather for $199. That's crazy. All of Quince's items are 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they cut out the middleman and they pass the savings right on to us. They have Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $59, so much other stuff. So upgrade your closet with Quince. Go to quince.com slash velvet rope for free shipping and 365 day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash velvet rope to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash velvet rope. Do you even realize how many people it takes to put this podcast out every day? Editors, ad salespeople, marketing, PR. I couldn't do it alone, although I like to pretend to. I found everyone that I work with now on Indeed. They're the matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And there's a reason why. Before Indeed, my hiring process was an absolute mess. It took me forever and nobody was qualified. Indeed helps you hire faster, but it also delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. I don't spend hours searching and searching. That's what I love best about Indeed. Indeed matches. Matches me with qualified candidates. 
So listen, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash Velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Let's move on to Brandy Glanville. Oh, and then we have to talk so- about Porsche for a few minutes. Porsche's divorce. This is shocking. Uh, okay, okay, but do you want to talk about Brandy first? Yes, I, I need, I, I have a bazillion thoughts and our, the return of Bethany Frankel. Many of you sent me Bethany Frankel's take on on the whole thing, right? I, I sent it to you, dear. I sent it to you. So it's not just everyone else sending it to you. Andy. So, okay, setting this. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, with your bad Wi-Fi, Sarah. Yes, so, yes. You make so so. Brandy is out. Oh God, is it? Is it? It's. Yeah, it's like when you move. I think. Best, I think. Right? Can you just be frozen and not move at all? I think when you move, it gets That's bad. But I'm just okay, telling I'll... you. I'm just telling you what the kids are saying. Um. <sighs> so what did they send you with Brandy? I okay. mean, with Bethany. Well, Bethany commented on <coughs> Andy's, this whole situation. Brandy Glanville is now suing Andy Cohen for sending her a video where he is- Or not suing, yeah, but threatening to sue-ish. Okay, threatening to sue. So this is a move to probably get Brandy, like- because Brandy's being sued by Carolyn Manzo. But she's not. That's the thing. It's like Carolyn Manzo is suing Sirens, Bravo, not Andy, and every other production company and people involved with the show. Yes, it involves Brandy, but she's Brandy is not being sued. So you can't really say this is retaliation by the definition of retaliation. Okay, I also, so- yeah, I also just want to point out that when... All this stuff went down between Brandy and Caroline and Brandy's lawyer wrote a letter requesting like, you know, the footage and all of that. These were not, these were not the, um, these were not the lawyers. She did not have Mark Gargos and Brian Friedman. There was a, I mean, I know that letter. When that letter was written that said, we demand you turn over the stuff That was not these lawyers. So how did she go from having her own lawyer to having Bethany's reality reckoning lawyers? One of which was, I think, I don't know. I bet you. She called Bethany, right? She called Bethany or Bethany called her. I think so. I think, remember you asked me about, um, remember you asked me um, about like what was it you who said what's going on with the reality reckoning and i said oh forget that it's like over yes. like i think that bethany reached out to her and i think just bethany just sat you know sat around and, and, and planned all this planned it planned it so andy quickly apologized what brandy says that andy sent her a video saying i'm gonna have sex with this uh housewife tonight i'm gonna be thinking about you you should be watching us or something like that now andy came out and made a statement and said this is all it was all unjust 
ingest. She knows this was a joke. Um, you know, it was supposed to be funny. She knew it was funny. We were all joking around. That said, it was inappropriate, and I apologize. A very immediate statement. Great on his part. Get ahead of it. Don't let it fester. So good move on his part. Then Bethany, yes. and this is what everybody, and I, I have a theory. I'm going to, I have zero basis for this, but I do have a theory. Bethany puts out a video and says, and, you know, Brandy versus Andy. And that Andy Cohen is like Matt Lauer, the kingmaker. What he says goes. If he wants someone gone, they're gone. And he gets to play all sides and he's on air talent and that he's executive producer and he's making decisions about who's cut and how much money they make. And then he had these clicks where he jokes about this person and that person. And then Bethany Frankel says to us, well, what do you guys think? Oh, and by the way, isn't it strange that J-Law and these other famous women that love these toxic anti-feminist shows support them? All right. I'm going to just say this. Talk to me. I actually don't think that I don't think that Bethany wants Andy Cohen to go down on this issue. I really, really, no, I don't because I Bethany was one of those clicks. Like she goes, well, you know, um, Andy would talk to Bethany or talk to Jill about being Jewish, and then he had his ones that he would talk to about sex. To me, it's like, okay, well, what click were you in? Because you two are so tight. My guess is you had a lot of conversations, like as much as she knows where the bodies are buried, like I bet he knows her where her bodies are buried too. And the whole thing, like all Bethany does is lecture us. And then you're telling me at the end of this video, Bethany was like, well, what do you guys think? It's like, and then what was the point of dragging in these famous women that watch these TV shows? That's like insulting Bethany's entire audience. It's like, oh, you guys watch all this trash, this anti-feminism thing. Well, first of all, not everybody watching Bravo is a feminist or cares, or guess what? Not every woman has to be a feminist. Like I, I thought there was a, there was trepidation in that video that Bethany put out. What like, you- what do you mean? What do you mean trepidation? I drink a ton of water every day to stay healthy. And if you think I drink tap water, tap water freaks me out. And do you know that according to the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in its tap water? And that's why I use AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. What does that mean? It means that it removes 15 times more contaminants than the ordinary pitcher filters. They have purifiers for every type of home, from installation free countertop purifiers that's the one i have to higher capacity under sink options they even have a wi-fi connected purifier how cool is that and they're really affordable and long lasting aqua true filters last from six months to two years aqua true comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift today my listeners get 20 percent off any aqua true purifier go to aquatrue.com that's a-q-u-a-t-r-u.com and enter code velvet at checkout that's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code VELVET. V-E-L-V-E-T. Has anything ever held you guys back in your fitness journey? What's always held me back is I felt like I was just working out and I was in this on my own and it was very unmotivating and no one was checking on me and then I always quit. That is until I discovered Peloton. Peloton supports and guides members from day one. 
Whether you're a beginner or you're an advanced writer, Peloton is there for you. They'll show you the basics. And what I love is they help you take the guesswork out of your workout and they encourage you to build from there. It's a true partnership. Also, if you have a short attention span like me, I love Peloton because you can watch your favorite TV shows. Hello, Real Housewives. And they have great live DJ rides and artist-themed ones. Wherever you're starting, get moving with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Terms apply. That's www.onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. And yes, terms do apply. I, because I think if, you know, I just think if she wanted to go in so hard. Like what? She wants to be the one to bring him down on her own, on her own thing. And she doesn't want Brandy. You're telling me all the years she knew him and they were, they were supposedly the BFFs of all. So I guarantee he said inappropriate things to her. Yes. If she if, if she wanted to bury him and he was so bad, where were the, where are the examples of the stuff, the inappropriate sexual comments, probably gay, funny, homosexual, gay reference? I don't know this. I'm I'm just this is speculation, but I'm just saying. I believe you. For someone that's against the network, where were the examples? You were his bestie. So is he is he an inappropriate sexual person or is he not? Um, do you want me to answer that? Cause we all know what the answer is now. Oh, it's I, yes. I guess it's, yes. I mean, yeah, yes. Oh. I had so many conversations about this off. I cannot tell you how many housewives and Bravo celebrities were blowing up my phone. Will I mention who? Uh, fuck no, absolutely under no circumstances, but I, uh, well, she had a lawyer. Caroline is not suing her. I believe somehow either Bethany or she got to these lawyers. She's done with Bravo. They're ne- they never would have used her before this. So I look, Caroline wants money. So you can say whatever. Did it happen? Did it not happen? I really don't have the time right now to get into that. Caroline wants money. Brandy, now people have gotten a hold of her. She wants money too. Like when it's over, like Caroline doesn't want to be back on the network. That's the mistake that Nene made. Pick Elaine, sue and say, fuck you. Or and yeah. you, you have to never want to be back. Carolyn Manzo never wants to be back on Bravo or anything. So what she's doing from just a money grab is really very smart. Whether she, she, did it, didn't do it. I don't care. I have no time right now. We'll get to that tomorrow. Brandy, I think, is not dumb. She's like, I'm done. I am done at this network. We're never going to see Girls Trip. I'm done. Even if Brandy got on all fours, they're never going to take her back. And she's like, well, I want some money too. Like, they're not suing each other, Carolyn and Brandy. Bravo is the one caught in the middle. Brandy has sued nobody at this point. Do I think this video exists? Yeah. I mean, you know, Andy makes his statement, which you know that was run through everything. And her lawyers, Garagos, they're so smart. They compare him to Matt Lauer. Like, that's such a smart thing to do. It is a different situation. I mean, now they have also clapped back. So Andy releases this statement, which I'm sure was run up the totem pole, which is so non 
it's like a non-statement. It's so casual that I'm sure they're like, this is, this is the, the, the tone we're going to set. Like you're not even bothered because it was Kate Chastain and Brandy. Obviously you're not going to go sleep with two, two women. And the lawyers have clapped back and said the actual definition of in, like, here's my thing. If you're an accountant and you're working at an, at a firm, and this is, I told you, I, I tell you the story, I ran HR and someone was going to sue us and it's, I ran HR. Okay. Whatever. This woman was going to sue us. Uh, This woman came in and said, I was working late. This is a true story. We were working. I was working late last night and I'm at this level making 57 and the boss is making 257 and we're in the office and we had the dinner and we were working till 9 PM. And then, you know, he tried to stick his dick into me basically. And I'm going home now. I will be, I will stay at this firm. You will keep paying me. This was before COVID. And I will never be back in this office again. Do not ever. So what were we going to do? Be like, you need to come into the office like all the other 2000 employees. I mean, she's like, I I will never be back in this office. And by the way, we can sign away my rights here. I won't sue you, but don't ever ask me to come into this office again. Did it happen? I don't know. Did he really do that? I don't know. Did she ever come back into the office again? No. Did she keep her job? Yes. And yes, now we all work from home. But before COVID, that was a big, you didn't just work from home. So the point is, what is my point? Oh, my point is, if you're an accountant, no, if you're an accountant, and this is what the lawyers just said, if you're an accountant and you're working in a firm and your boss is like, hey, let's do a threesome, let's have a video, or just, that is an inappropriate thing. If you're in a corporate office, it is, if someone is your superior. So Brandy's lawyers have just clapped back at Andy's apology and are like, the actual definition of sexual harassment is what you did. Like you made a statement and actually admitted that you did a video. I'm not so sure his statement helped him. But when this happened, all these people who I will not name were all calling and they were like, oh, he's fucked. He's fucked. And now I think the consensus is like, oh, this is not going to be anything. I don't know. I, I really don't know where this goes from here. And if you look at the comments on page six, oh, she's a slut. She's an alcoholic. She like, here's a picture of her licking Andy's, Andy's face. Like the comments are not favorable. Like I figured people would come out and roast Andy. A lot of people are like, oh, please. She's so desperate for a money grab. I think it just goes back to if this video exists. What is this reality reckoning about then? Is this about getting Andy fired or is this about getting hardworking reality people, health insurance and a 401k retirement? What What is this about? You want me to answer this? Yes. I, 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 my heart of hearts, you can agree, disagree. I believe that Bethany Frankel wants Andy fired. A hundred percent. I really do. I really do. Look, they're never going to admit it. They'll never admit it. But so this was just put out as another character, as a way to try to bring down Andy. Really, that's what this was about. Because this video, of course, I think happened a while ago. So this is. Just but I also a- think it's Brandy being like, "I want some money." Like you're 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 not showing this. You've dragged my reputation through the mud. And somehow she got to these Garagos and Freeman, and they're like, they're probably just. You know, it's look, it has one thing has nothing to do with another. Look, 
Could I see them paying Brandy off at some point and she'll come out and make a statement? Like I apologize. Like it's, where do we go from here? Do they just, can they not lose Andy Cohen, the face of the network and the producer? And they just say to Brandy, here is money. And, you know, you sign it away an NDA and you need to make a statement. You need to come out and the lawyers are getting 30% because they're obviously doing this contingent and you need to now make a statement. Like, I, you know, I apologize. I never felt uncomfortable. This didn't happen. There isn't a video. She'll have to eat crow for a million dollars. And you know what I'm saying? Or do we actually investigate Andy? It's not exactly the same as Matt Lauer sitting in an office and being like, I took my dick out, take your shirt off, and I'm locking the door and pressing a button from under the desk. But the mere definition of someone being your Matt, boss. I mean, Matt Lauer had a consensual relationship with a producer. And then to the Olympics, and she says that then he forcibly had anal sex with her when she didn't want to. I mean, that's like, okay, rape hello i mean that's like a whole different thing than like andy cohen a joking video of hey i'm gonna have sex with jill zarin it wasn't jill zarin you want to hear something what i see matt let me just explain to you what a disgraced life is like i see matt lauer all the time in the hamptons all the time he is living his i mean he's at two though he's here he is living his i don't know what the payout was but he is living his best life you think in the hamptons when he walks into a restaurant they say get out they're like your money is is you're you're like a walking billboard for how much money you have come on in get up david i don't care if you're done we're tipping your table over get out we have no tables left kid this is where lauer's sitting you know, anything you want, Mr. Lauer, all the girls. Ah, oh, ah, oh, I'm single. I, I I want you. That's Matt Lauer's life. You know who I also see in the Hamptons all the time? The other one, the one who's gay. I see him at Almond. Every, the, the oh, black Don guy. Lemon. Don, Don Lemon. Lemon. In, in the Hamptons with, I all, all the time. Not like once a season, all summer, Don Lemon. Boating, this, that, benefit. Hi, have Andy. You, wait, Hi, Bruce Bozzi. Have you tried to get Matt Lauer as a guest on your show? I, I, I would, would you ever, I would interview. Yeah, of course. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of people feel like Matt Lauer was wrongly. And, and it's, I, I get it in the sense that I think a lot of people felt like Matt was just a douche, but like he, he had a consensual relationship with this woman. I mean, he had an affair. I didn't even know that. Yes. I didn't even know that. He had an affair with this producer and then, you know, she, this all went down over one night in when they were down, they were out in like the Sochi Olympics or whatever. And he like, he wouldn't take no, apparently for an answer. I'm not saying, you know, and again, it's one of those things. It's, it's her word against his, but the network, you know, was not gonna, not gonna mess with, I mean, that was, that was it. But she, she before that, she like, Agreed to fuck him. Like it was no problem. Now again. And by the way, I'm not saying that this is no, it's and I'm not saying that this is nothing. I'm 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 in between. I'm in between of like, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult. You're right. And it is and things, and by the way, things start this way. And then they like did Lauer become a big deal overnight? Like, I don't think this is as simple as Andy releasing a very casual statement saying it was me and Kate Chastain. I mean, that's, I think, who the threesome was. It was, he joked about Kate, you know, and I, and again, I don't know if being gay, that's not really, uh, to me, 
from like an HR corporate point of view, that has nothing to do with it. It's like, as a boss, like you don't speak this way to an employee. It is a fireable offense in a corporation. And this is NBC. So I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm, I'm back. I'm back and forth. I'm not convinced that this is going away, but I'm also not convinced that this is a big thing. I think Brandy wants money. I do believe the video exists. I think it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant move. I think that Garagos comparing him to Lauer is a, I have no emotions. I'm just telling you from the business point of view, I think it's a brilliant comparison. I think it's a brilliant move. I think Caroline going home and suing is a brilliant move. All of this is going to cost money. And then we're going to look at shit ratings for everything except Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills. And at some point, I just think at some point when new heads and networks come, I don't know. I just think, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going psycho like this is the end of Andy. I just don't know. I really think this is a developing story and I really can see it going one of two ways. I really, well, I mean, what do you I, think? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I look, this is the part where Bethany, I do agree with is, and I think it's a good correlation with the Matt Lauer situation because like Andy did not become a star overnight, right? He's been with NBC for what, two, two plus decades. I mean, it's, it was a long, slow burn. And so, and even when you are initially an executive producer, you're a producer, you know, I'm talking like a decade or so ago, uh, you can party with people and you can, you can get advice and be besties and all that. But then I think at some point, right. I mean, he makes an enormous amount of money and, and has like all this control. So whenever that happened, I do think the lines are blurred. I think you cannot even his baby shower. I mean, even if that is your boss, and Lisa Rinna is basically there with no underwear or a thong on, like giving everybody left. I mean, it's, yeah, right? I mean, that's what we just lived through the Me Too times up. I mean, it is, you you just cannot do it anymore. Like you you could 30 years ago, right? I mean, yeah. it wasn't, didn't right, but you could. And women, you didn't have the power of these other women and attorneys and people behind you. So- no, I think it's a terrible precedent. I think he can, I think he can. Does he survive this? I think it depends on the video, what else comes out. Um, I just always, I, I kind of really wonder what the motivation is with reality reckoning. Is it just to bring down NBC? Because at some point, this is my new favorite saying. We love sayings on, on this podcast. And then I have something to say too about Andy because I have another category. I always think my new favorite saying is, is the juice worth the squeeze? And at some point Ooh. I have to imagine with NBC, is the juice worth the right. squeeze? No. Or is, are these shows and the people around them so toxic, so litigious, it's kind of like, let's go the way of CBS and just air fucking Survivor for season 1884, you know, 1000. And it's like- well, listen. Yeah, no, I mean- that's my point. The, the The ratings are so down. And also, by the way, I don't think they cannot do anything. So there is a way to keep Andy and to really say, guess what, buddy? We're going to be watching you now. Now we're going to have a, a person on site. I, watch what happens. Right. So there is a way to keep Andy 
and squeeze him of like, you're making the same money that you made last year, but we're watching. So your job is now harder. Your $50 million that, that you were in a year or $25 million, you're doing the same. Now, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how much money you make. If you're doing the same job every year and now the job you did last year, look, you're probably not going to quit, right? right? Right away for 20 million. But if your job that you're doing is now harder because people are policing you, all you know is that last year you had it easier and the year before. And so for the last five years, you had it easier. And now you're doing the same job and there's these controls that does force you to quit. It forces a lot of people to say, I fucking hate my job now. It doesn't mean that you're still making a lot of money and more than boat. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if you're making a hundred thousand or fifty thousand. When your job, when someone comes in, hey, guess what, Susie? Fifty-five thousand. She's listening to this right now. Good salary, fifty-five thousand. No shade, Susie. You're going to work. You're earning an honest living. When they're like, guess what? Your boss just got promoted and is moving to Texas, and we have a new boss for you. And your new boss is like, I'm riding your ass, bitch. I don't like what I see. And you're like, I fucking hate my life. Cause I'm making the same money and my job is harder. You're like, I'm yeah. quitting. So there is that scenarios, right? That, 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 maybe, that we keep maybe, Andy and we just squeeze him. Maybe Mr. Cohen is not a good person and needs to go down. You know I mean? That was the other thing. I don't, Sarah. I don't believe, I don't believe I, Matt Lauer was particularly, I think Katie Couric was like the only person that liked Matt Lauer, you know, at the time of him being fired, he'd become a major asshole. He screwed over Ann Curry. I mean, you know, you, if, once your ego gets so big, you don't have any friends in the behind and behind the office. That's a big problem. Let me be honest with you. I'm going to, cause there's no other podcast out there. That's honest. There, there honestly isn't. I mean, find one for me, find one for me. I mean, these people that I speak to that are, on the network. And look, I speak to a lot of people, so it's not going to give anything away. I mean, they don't, there was elation. There was happiness. People were happy to read this article about Brandy against Andy yesterday. There wasn't people calling me and saying, they were saying, finally, I mean, I've been hearing this for years. So I'm just sitting here. So I just had an exclusive interview with Ashley Darby. Okay. From Real Housewives of Potomac, and she sang his praises. She says that she is staying on Potomac as long as he will have her, that she would never have stayed on the show this long if it wasn't for his, um, you know, help behind the scenes of his, his, you know, putting the show together, of his believing in RHOP. She had nothing but the, you know, we sat down for 30 minutes. The last eight minutes of the interview is about how, what an incredible genius he is. Well, there you go. Listen, I'm not coming for the guy. I'm just, I mean, that's great to hear. Honestly, like I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people that would say the same thing as her, you know? I, I mean, and by the way, when I say people are calling me and saying like, finally, I don't necessarily mean, oh, he's up to all these things. Let me clarify that. I just mean, they are saying, Finally, like you're a fucking asshole and karma. I don't, I'm not implying that they're like, oh yeah, we saw this in the back office and that little twink. I'm not implying that. I'm just thinking that a lot of people were like, fuck him. I don't like him. And here's why. And it has nothing to, you know, it's just, it's like that. But it's great to hear Ashley say that. And I'm sure a lot of people would agree. My whole thing is like, where do we go from here? Like, 
Is there a twink? Is there a hot jock or a twunk 20 years old interning with a perfect body washboard abs that has a story? Like, do more people come forward? Or is this just, because I mean, that's, that's like, listen, if you're sitting home now, this yeah, is how we have, sense. this is how we have me too. So I'm assuming if you're sitting home and there's anything to say, you're picking up the phone. It's not that hard. You Google Garagos, Garagos and Associates. Hi, I need to speak to Garagos. Nobody gets through the Mr. Garagos except David Yantef because he was on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. I have a story about Andy Cohn. Oh, hold on. This is Mark. You are my Hi, top priority. Hi, Mark. Yes. Um, I have a Hi. thank you for taking my call. Am I your top priority right now? Yes, yes. Go on. Go on. I have Actually, a story. By the way, I'm waving my fee for the next 15 minutes before I charge before I start charging you $665 an hour. So make it quick. I have a story. I read your article about Brandy Glanville. I'm actually a Housewives fan. I used to intern on Watch What Happens Live, and I have a story. One night I was home and the phone rang and I saw Andy Cohn and I almost passed out. The boss man was calling me. He oh. gave me some vibes. I gave him some vibes. Maybe I leaned into it. Yes, I admit it. I'm not wealthy. I am still in college. And the thought of a multi-millionaire sugar daddy crossed my mind. Did I flirt? Yes. It's not. It's it, That doesn't matter is what Mr. Garagos says. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, listen, I mean, maybe there's no other stories. Maybe not. I'm not coming for anyone. I'm just saying this is a, such a developing story to me. And it's like Carolyn's doing this. Caroline has nothing to do with Brandy. I mean, it has everything to do with her, but she's not being sued. Now she's coming forward. And Bravo, look, everyone's going after the deep pockets here. Is everyone going to get a payout? Because look, I've said it before. I know for a fact, for an actual fact, that Caroline was trying to get like a settlement. She was trying arbitration. She was trying. Now, I my sources tell me her number was so high that they're like, you can go fuck yourself. We're not paying you. But if they gave her a settlement before any of this, we wouldn't even know about this lawsuit. Welcome to corporate America, everyone. But they didn't. I think her number was like, I don't even think her number was like 9 million. I think it was like something crazy, like $10 million or something. So here we are. And now Brandy's here. And I just, I just don't know. I don't know. We're going to continue this to be continued. But I want to wrap up with Portia <laughs> Gubade, I think. Gubadia. Um, Why do you always pick the big topics? I told you we had a big story today. Gubadia. What do you make? Has filed for divorce just a few days. Um, 15 few months. Days. 15, 15 months, months was the marriage. And just a, just a couple weeks after announcing her return to RHOA. Can I just tell you this real quick? Because yeah, I sure. know we'll wrap up at some point. I believe she took a playbook out of Erica Jane and um, really? Jen Schultz. Um I think really? she. What? She, she's. she's see yep. I think reading about Simon and his, I think, she, I think there's a lot of shadiness there. And I think she, she needs to cut ties immediately. So she's not dragged into the alleged criminal fraud, you know, I mean, and he can't get citizenship here. He's been denied citizenship, citizenship since like 1992. Um, keeps wow. coming back on the visas. 
oh my God. And I mean, the fraud, the felonies, the bank fraud, the wire fraud. I mean, the frauds, the criminal cases against him is why the marriages. I mean, I think she saw what's happened to Erica Jane's reputation. No money. I think she is cutting bait, cutting ties ASAP. And I mean, I can't wait to see how this unfolds. I mean, she gave up her job at Dish Nation. So foolish for this guy who she thought was such a bazillionaire. Now, apparently, he's having tons of money problems. I mean, you know, to honestly, she, I feel like Portia Williams could have been the third co host on The Breakfast Club instead of Jess Hilarious. You know, I think she could have been that person and she gave it all up to be with Simon, to be this housewife. And now we are getting divorced. That is really interesting. I didn't think about that, that you think she's pulling an Erica Jane or a Jen Shaw. Look, I mean, you might be right. I boiled it down more simple. I don't even think it's for a storyline, although welcome back, Portia. And I always, and I wonder, look, I don't think, I think, I mean, Candy swears. Candy did an interview and said, it's not Portia or me. I didn't free up money for Portia. They were already talking to Portia. Portia and I were speaking. Portia was coming back, whether I resigned or not. That's what Candy Burris says. But- I don't think that Portia did this for a storyline. You think she did it with Jen Shaw and Erica Jane. I just thought it was way more simple than this, that she was married. She gave up Dish Nation because he had all this money. She wasn't happy just in general. And now she's like, well, I don't need you, bitch, because I got a million dollar salary. So bye. That's what I think. I thought she was doing it just for like, Thank God I could support Pilar and myself again. I got my job back. Granted, that doesn't really play with why you gave up Dish Nation. Stupid move. You might be right. You might be right. But you know what? I mean, why is Coach Shaw still around? Unless Coach, unless Jen Shaw has something on Coach Shaw, much like our girl, you know, the one, the uh Todd Chrisley's former daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law, Alexis Wilby, who came on our joint podcast interview. And she, this is not my words. These are hers. She said, Julie can never leave because Todd has stuff on her, would make her life hell beyond hell. She is not going anywhere. And that's, I mean, you have to think, why would Coach Shaw, why, if, if you and I were married, or take my husband, for example, and my husband was out stealing money from older people, why would I stay? Why would I stay? Well, I apparently have gone on record of saying, and I did it with the bra bros, because I'm straight now, um, bro and out. But apparently I said here with you many times, and I said with the bros, that I would stand by even Jen Shaw if she were my lifelong friend, that I will never turn my back on a friend. So I think you're asking the wrong person, but I understand what you are saying. I get it. Here's a theory. Here's a theory for you. What if Coach Shaw has done everything in cahoots with Miss Prison Betty Shaw? And, you know, the plea deal was like, yeah, you know, Shaw signed this and Shaw signed this and he'll be in a man's prison and they'll do God knows what to him if you know what I'm saying. And just your plea deal will be easier. And she plead out to protect Mr. Shaw. And Mr. Shaw is like, and she's like, if you ever leave me when I'm in prison, you're going down. I'll cut off your dick. I'll throw you in the, I'll throw you behind bars. I'm Jenny from the block. I'm the real Jenny from the block. That JLo might be on tour. 
Five thousand yeah. dollars for the J Lo meet and greet. I'm going to pass this time. It's a little rich for my taste. But J Lo's back on tour. But she's the real Jenny from the block. And she's like, there you go, Sarah. We we were just answering lots of questions here. And if I paid, do you know what a fuss I would make if I paid five thousand dollars to meet her and she was. 30 seconds late. My ass yeah. would be on social media so fast. I don't give a fuck. I can't stand these people making you wait. Uh, I already met Jennifer Lopez and it was not 5,000. It was quite, it was over, it was four figures for the picture, but it was not five. Well, I mean, it's Vegas, girl. I met her in Vegas, but not $5,000. Come on. That's ridiculous. $5,000. Um, I, I don't know. This is very interesting to me. I feel like she's, taking a playbook and from Teresa Giudice. I think it costs Teresa to stay with Joe, our friend Joe Jesus. Giudice. Uh, I think it costs Miss Teresa a lot to stay married for him for quite a while after those prison things. I think I think it is not good for Simon. She knows it. And I think the sooner she can cut ties or appear to be a cutting ties, I think it will look better and probably financially better in the long run. And by the way, I just said on one of our shows, I believe I said it with you, I two weeks ago that like you, you and I both said it after the hot dog guy and this one and that one, our little Porsche finally found a good one. Remember we said that like a he day. literally sang his praises of how rich he was. Yeah. How fabulous. He was. And then come to find out he's a God artist. I know I take it all back. But, but you know what? Fun about our show. Look, it's in fun. It's entertainment. Hopefully you tune into us for an hour and you escape and you let your run, mind run wild with all these alleged scenarios that we propose. And then you come back the next week and you find out it's all incorrect. <laughs> well, guess what? When, right, I mean, like, you're not tuning in, first of all, for exclusives to be the first. You're not tuning, you're tuning in for our opinions, many of which are correct, many of which are wrong. By the way, well, our opinions are always valid. Um, Yours have historically been very right. I thought I, Simon and her were like, kind of and by the way, stop Kenya Moore stop 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 all these women that are just have so much to offer just stop take a page out of Luanne de Lesseps book she's enjoying her the countess texted me but by the way yesterday to say are you in the Hamptons this weekend and I'm like why <laughs> and she's like basically like is that like that's a weird answer <laughs> and she was like because she wanted to get together the countess but I'm not there um what was I going to say to you? I have to tell her we're coming to our LA show. I have not told her this yet. Um, I see what you're saying, but all these women take a page. I like enjoy your time alone. You're you have Pilar. You are a strong woman. Why are you letting a criminal shady past man bring you down? And then you have Kenya who I think Kenya more, if you want to go down and just be superficial as far as looks on Bravo, Kenya more to me is just drop dead gorgeous. I think Kenya is so pretty. What are you doing with this, this daily be alone, make them hold out for a good one. Fill your love tank on your own with Pilar in Brooklyn. It's my advice. All right. Uh, I've got to go. God, we have, we have to take all oh. these topics. We have to do all these topics over though. Oh. This was a lot. Um, I'm giving you a B. You ended up with a B minus for Wi-Fi. Not bad. And I didn't realize you were on your fertility journey. I am supporting it. I do not support. I support your fertility journey. I do not support the time that you are going to want to take off 
for maternity leave or whatever right. you want to call Speaking it. Speaking of Andy Cohen, I get a phone call from Ms. Yontif the other day, and he says to me, there is no maternity leave behind the velvet rope. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. This, but the difference is I am not your boss. I, that is true. That is true. My friend says there is no fertility leave. And I say to him, get ready. Because when this second baby comes and I'm 42 years old, I'm taking three months off, honey. You better start scheduling now. Start getting <laughs> my place and I'm taking three months. I'm taking the entire legal maternity leave, honey. Sarah, we have so many episodes under the desk here with dust on them. I released these episodes like years later. And these people, why is it so old? Because I mean, uh, if there's one housewife now, I get a call from her every fucking day. Where's my episode? But anyway, Surrey, get me the Brav bros. She's going on maternity leave. Get the Brav bros on the phone. <laughs> you, will be re- you will be replaced. You can leave. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Say say bye to David and all of our fans. Say bye. Bye. Thank you for letting me have your mom for an hour. We did a long show today. All right. Enjoy. Good luck with the journey. Will do. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.